If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. All right, we're going right here, right now. This is Eyes Up Here. You're watching, well, I'm watching you, but you're listening to a brand new Eyes Up Here on Creative Control Network. Watching some of these clips on YouTube when I post them. That's how I guess I'm saying watching. I don't even know. Whatever. But I'm here with the one and only Queen of Extreme, Francine, on a Monday, Monday that we're recording in the uh, individual studios in our little stream yard box. Once again, here we are. How are you doing today, Queen? I'm, I'm all right. I think you might have been hitting the sauce a little bit this morning. Oh, I was hitting the sauce over the weekend. The streak is over. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's, well, let's, let's uh, we can talk about that. You went to a wedding. Um, What was your uh, liquor uh, choice this weekend? Because, uh, Two drivers. What's in a, is that orange juice? Orange juice and vodka. That's it. That's it. Oh, it's like a mimosa, kind of, but with vodka. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. How many did you have? Watch count. Ah! Did you get sloppy? What's that? Did you get sloppy? No, not at all. The, uh, oh. the bartender, super light uh, at the wedding. I mean, I was drinking it from Friday night on. The best one I had was probably after the wedding at the bar when we came back. And that was probably the best one, but not sloppy at all. I can't, I'm honest, I'm not even kidding. I lost count, but they just kept flowing. They were just, it was good. It was just a good time. And you good didn't drink. get drunk, and you couldn't no, keep not count. Even, not even sure. remotely. Not not even a, not even tipsy. Just good good drinks. That was all. Maybe she wasn't putting enough vodka in them. I was watching it. It looked like it, they must have watered the vodka down. Mm, and it was Tito's. Well, it was clear. They could do that, you know. They're they're yeah. shysty, those uh, bartenders. 
Oh, these um, were vets, these guys. These guys were very old school. <laughs> are you the type of person that does not dance, but then when you get a couple drinks in you, you'll be on the dance floor? So I don't dance, but I was around. I was trying to get the kids up because the kids were very, very bored. So I oh. was just encouraging the kids to keep getting up. But I mean, this was a case where my entire family was involved, except for my dad and one of my uncles. So I was up there. Not cutting a rug, but I was on the fringe. I was on the outside, you know, just kind of helping the kids along. Okay. And that's where the picture that I sent you of me you and my, so cute. yeah, me and my little one. She that was so uh, Party in the USA was playing. That was her oh. favorite song of the night. So okay. I was doing a little dance with her and I kept twirling her. So that's right. how we got the picture on us is I kept twirling her around. Okay. So, yeah, it was really, I mean, it was. It was a great time. It was I was dreading the ride because the last couple times going to New York has been seven hours plus, And this was north, north Jersey, like Bergen County, like uh -huh. almost as high as you can go. And it was six hours. So uh, it was still pretty bad. I mean, it's yeah, you said it was the drive from hell. I was like, oh. I got I got a funny one for you, though. OK, so we we're on a turnpike. Round exit 11. So, you know, where like you can hop off to go to the parkway, right? Exit 11. Is that Newark? It's a, or maybe it's before, maybe exit 10. It's right. The, it's the Grover Cleveland service station is what I was looking for. Okay. But there's one rest stop. I, I was trying to hold off as long as I could go to the bathroom, right? Trying to hold out. I wanted to get up there as fast as I can. And we originally were going straight to the hotel to drop our shit, but. We were going, we were part of the rehearsal because little one was in the bridal party. So okay. we had like a 30 minute window where we could drop our stuff, change really quick and head right to the church. But we lost it because of the traffic, right? So we then changed our course. We're going straight to the, to the church. Well, somewhere in there, the body was like, well, you changed your course. So now it's time for us to go. <laughs> I have never in my life had to piss so bad oh. on a drive, right? And I've never, ever contemplated pulling over to do it in traffic on the side of the New Jersey Turnpike more than this ride. But I'm like, no, there's a service station between exit 7A and where the parkway is, right? It was close. Oh, no. <laughs> Hold on. Woodbridge, New Jersey is exit 11. So that's where I ended up stopping, but I knew there was one in between 7A and Woodbridge, right? Oh. So, well, 7A I, and exit 11, there should be, right? You would yeah, think. Yeah, it was, it was, oh my God, it had the big orange thing across it. I Listen, got the, I got the hot sweats. I almost thought it was starting to leak out. I You've was dying. You've been around the boys long enough to know you always carry a bottle in the car. Oh, I had emergency. a coffee cup. I had a high. You mean my coffees? I had a big coffee cup right next okay. to me. It was there. I was contemplating doing it, but I'm I'm of a certain ilk. I can't. That's just not my makeup. I Listen, can't do it. Times are tough. You got to do what you got to do. So Liz could have just held the, the thing. It was a legs. photo freaking finish. Wow! Damn it, I made it and. <sighs> wow, did I feel like a new man after that? And it was the most like like re reviving I've revived I've ever felt in my life. 
you get those pains where you just you're doubled down and you're like if if you move an inch you're going to urinate all over yourself oh i felt i thought it was starting to leak out like i felt like i was getting that close i was like i was i'm gonna piss my pants for my yeah like that's where i was at wow (laughs) well i'm sorry to hear that buddy um Uh, oh i had a good time with your family yeah Um, that was a lot of fun yeah weddings are a good time i i'm a dancer I don't have to have a drink in me to get up and dance. I just, I love, I dance all over my house while I'm cleaning. If there's no music on, I just dance to dance. I just love it. So I'm, I'm yes. a fun, fun wedding guest. I'm sure you are. Yeah. I'm I sure am. you are. Now no, put a couple that's... drinks in me and I, and my fun level goes like, zoom. <laughs> I get more fun. Drinks were good. I'm not, like they were good. Like it wasn't like they were bad and that yeah. they were not working. It was just that they were good. So, I mean, maybe the alcohol was just right where the, it needed to be, but I didn't have a buzz. I didn't yeah. have a, like a, just, they, they were just not hitting, but they were good. They kept, they were flowing well. So I tried a new drink over the weekend. Uh, we, uh, my husband found it. Uh, cherry vanilla spiced rum. Hmm. Yeah. And you put it in like I put mine in like a diet coke. Okay. And yeah, it was good. It's one of those ones you just put a little straw and you sip it every once in a while over ice, and you just by the time now my glass was yay tall, so it there and I filled it halfway with the rum because <laughs> why not? Which is the way to go. You have to. <laughs> um, and by the end of that glass, I I looked at him. I said, I feel a little tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Maybe because I haven't drank in a very long time, but it was good going down. It was smooth. And I like it when an alcohol is smooth and it doesn't. That's burn. very nice. Yes. 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 I like that a lot. So cherry, vanilla, spiced rum. I want to say Captain Morgan, maybe. Okay. Very nice. Maybe? I think you're right. I think I've seen it. I, I, yeah. I think I've seen some sort of concoction similar. Maybe if it wasn't that one specifically, I think they have a, a variety similar to it. <sighs> It was good. And I don't like this regular spiced rum, dark rum. I like the coconut rum. Um, but this one was good because the cherry vanilla flavor was delicious. So nice. Um, yeah. It's a new well, that, that was the thing with the Tito's, though. The Tito's vodka is smooth. And that's another reason why I think you could have multiple of something with the, con- the con- consistency of the screwdriver because the right. Tito's is so smooth. So that's what, and even at the hotel, I had it with the Tito's. Like I just kept saying like, just, you know, OJ and, and Tito's like, just keep, keep piling it yeah. on. And you got your vitamin C to boot. So smart, I did. smart lad you are. There. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was it. But uh, no, talked a lot about uh, eyes up here. Talked did a lot you? about, uh, yep. The, the content we've been putting out lately, a lot of the YouTube stuff, uh, big topic of conversation not just with family people who were saying oh you know i heard you're the podcast guy i got that like four times during <laughs> the uh d- during the wedding weekend i heard you're the podcast guy so that well, was maybe, uh, maybe that it's was your should i say thank you to you uh, for our surge of uh, subscribers maybe it was at the wedding that everybody took out their phones and subscribed because we are now over eight thousand subscribers which is you know, to some, they may scoff and say, oh, big deal. But, you know, it is a big deal to me because um, we're on the road to 10,000. And, um, you know, every time a, a subscriber hits that bell and, and subscribes, it makes me smile. It, it, and, and reading the comments, the people who are commenting are like most underrated podcast ever. Yeah. 
we yeah. love this podcast. Your stories are amazing. Like people really like the stuff. And I'm just like, man, that's so cool. Like that makes me really happy. So maybe we're we're catching a little steam and, and people are noticing that, you know, don't sleep on us. We're we're pretty good. <laughs> I've been saying it for how long? If you're if well, you're looking you know, you're, for I'm biased, biased, right? Yeah. But you yeah. know, but I'm talking about in terms of, you know, if you like the old school ECW content, yeah, nobody was there longer in that position that you were to see as much as you did that we cover. Right. So there's a comprehensive look at so many moments that we provide. Right. So that's again, bias, but we're putting the the content out there. And what I think is funny too, is, you know, I'm, I'm going so deep in the archive and people who are just discovering us and we're coming on four years of doing the show together. You know, they're like, Oh wow, this is great. Oh, Francine, you look great. And this and that some of these clips are four years old. I've I've moved right, so my background changes like three or four times. I've painted these pieces behind me. the The walls don't have the pictures on them. You know, there's been things, but I've moved, and it's funny to see like people talk about how much they love the clips that are almost four years old. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, yeah, it's great. But I love digging in the archive and putting stuff up. But uh, yeah, I talked about it a lot and talked about a tweet that you uh, you put out uh, earlier in the week. And we'll talk about that in a minute uh, after we wrap up this little bit. But uh, you know, you're, you know, you, you you still know how to uh, get people talking. You're uh, you are the queen for a reason. <laughs> I just comment when I feel it's necessary. <laughs> you know, I don't know. People want to hear what I have to say, and that makes me happy. And you know, um, I try to give an honest opinion. I try not to sugarcoat things, and uh, it's me. And if you don't like it, you don't listen. But to those who do, we appreciate you. So um, I'm happy. And hopefully, like I said, December 31st, I want to hit 10,000 subscribers. I'd like to do it before then. But, um, you know, if we could do it by December 31st, I'll be pleased as punch. Because I'm telling you, I listen to some of these (laughs) um, YouTube channels that my kids watch. They are dumb, 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 and they have 5.4 million subscribers, and they're doing these dumbass skits, and I'm just like, why? Why do they have so many subscribers, and it's just so annoying? They're so annoying. They're doing the dumbest crap. I don't it's not- <laughs> But it's, it's, I mean, there's wrestling channels too, where I say the same thing. You know, I watch some of those shorts that go by and it's like, you know, these two guys sitting at a table and it's like, can you name this wrestler by me telling you their uh, real name? Right. And it's like, uh, uh, you know, Terry Bollea. And he's like, oh, that's a hard one. Um, uh, 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 Hulk Hogan. He's like, ding, right. Look at the view counts, like 40 billion views on this video. And it's like, Who's watching this? <laughs> I try you know? to hate. Yeah, I, I don't want to be a hater. I mean, God bless you. If you can do it, these people, they're making bank. That's great. But the content is just, I don't know. Like, I feel like we try to really think about our content and, and try to provide something that people will like to watch. And I just, like, I a lot, and I'm not even talking about the, I'm talking about the stuff my kids watch. Dumb. <laughs> no, the the one the kids watch will literally melt your brain. That's I'm how telling it is. you. And but. sometimes it'll loop. Like if he if my son's watching one of the shorts, 
you know, sometimes a short could be 30 seconds to like a minute. And if he walks away from his iPad, it'll loop. And I'm hearing the same thing three, four, five times. And I'm just like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. And I'll go to look 1.4 million views. I'm like, what the <laughs> frig? <laughs> Who's putting this over? These kids. It's all about I the algorithm. Know. It's all about the algorithm, right? Well, figure it out there. We all talk about Chad, the sir. algorithm. Figure I'm out trying. the algorithm. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Just keep those comments coming. I, yeah, you know, please. I try like to answer it. them. Um, I told Chadster, you know, jump in here and, and start to answer more too. And, um, you know, we, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what you think and what you want to hear. So leave us comments. Yeah. For sure. Like it, like it, subscribe, share it comment please everything that you could possibly do so now let me get to this tweet that i was at this wedding somebody brought it up to me they said hey i saw a, a tweet by francine earlier in the week and what's this all about so this is what the tweet was mind if i read it okay okay reading todd is god todd gordon just came on oh. live with us about a week ago right okay? two, or two weeks ago at this point and just came to the part where Todd says that I was murmuring about how distasteful Kimona's dance was. Okay, context. Kimona's dance on top of the ECW arena when, what, power goes out or ring I break? Think no, the ring, ring break. Broke. Ring yep. break. Right. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. say, quote, not true. He says, my face offered disapproval. All I said was that I'm glad it was her and not me. I just told him and he apologized. FF FFS. We know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With a, I, a face palm emoji. I texted him because I, you know, I was reading the book over the last weekend. I told him I would read the book. And um, I'm up to page 192. And I need to finish it, I know. But and then I started doing other things. But as I'm reading, I came across that section and it says how the ring broke and they need it, you know, they needed a distraction because they needed to fix it. And then, you know, Komoda went up and did her thing and he, he says something like and there's francine eating her bag of nuts and i go i texted him i go first of all when the hell did i ever eat nuts at the arena <laughs> like when did i sit there with a bag of nuts in front i guess i was supposedly sitting watching what was going on and he claims that my face must have been disgusted looking or something um I don't think he heard me say these words because he said, well, looking at you, that's that's how I took it or something to that manner. And I was like, that couldn't be further from the truth. I didn't. First of all, I don't care what other talent does. That's that's their deal. That's not my deal. Number one, I was pleased as punch that it wasn't me because I couldn't do anything like that. Like I would feel really embarrassed i'm not a dancer or anything you know it just right. wasn't something that i i'm glad they didn't ask me number one number two i do remember feeling um kind of mad that paul and todd put a 19 year old in that position because part of me seems to think that she didn't really want to do it but you would have to ask her that to be a hundred percent sure I don't want to, you know, put words into her mouth. I'm trying to remember the night and I kind of feel like she might've been uncomfortable doing it, but she did it to be a team player, but never once was I like, Oh my God, look at Kimona. Oh my God. She's a tramp. She's dancing. Blah, blah. Never, ever was that my intention. Never did I say anything like that. So Todd was completely wrong. And I got upset because it, if you read, it kind of makes me look like a bitch. Yes. In the book. 
No, that absolutely. I, I does. come off as like a jealous bitch, and I told him, I said, I liked Chris. I like Chris. I just I saw her a year ago at um WrestleCade. Or yeah. no, the gathering. It was the gathering. I'm sorry, a year ago. Um, and I put her in the vlog, remember? Yes. Yeah. So I, I never had any words with with Chris at uh, Chrissy at all. Uh Kimona, I should say. Um, I always got along with her, always liked her, you know. So I I didn't like I didn't frown upon her doing it. I didn't think less of her doing it. I kind of was like, that's a shame that they're making her do it, but that's not my business. So who cares? And I wasn't eating a bag of nuts because I don't know where freak that came from. So, uh, and then Todd wrote back and he said, I apologize if I took it the wrong way. And I said, you did. And then he goes to tell me that he wrote more about me but it never made the book. So I don't know who um, who put me on the cutting room floor. I wrote back, oh, so should I heal Sean Oliver now? <laughs> you know? And then Sean Oliver will heal the book company. It's, it's an and ever, it'll just continue to pass the buck across the- uh, cycle of, uh, you know, passing the buck. But no, I, I love Todd. You know, like I said, he was the first person I ever met in ECW. Um, I'm glad we reconnected. He did get that one wrong. I will. And, 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 you know, he's fought, uh, you know, he says that Shane is wrong in his story, um, you know, with the meeting and he brought that up again <laughs> with me. And I was like, I wasn't there. That's you and Shane. But when I brought this up, he did apologize and he didn't try to tell me, no, 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 you said this. It was just like, well, that's the way your face looked. And it wasn't discussed on Kimona's part. It was just like, oh, this is hard to watch. Like it's she's 19. And plus there were children in the audience. And that yeah. was another thing I thought of like, Oh, you know, you can see her breast kind of not that you could never see any of our boobs in some of our outfits. Like I'm not trying to be a hypocrite, but to dance like you're in a strip club when there's children, ugh, it's kind of like, it's it, that's a hard call for me to like, you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. I, I don't know. But yeah. if you're an ECW fan growing up at that point, it's ingrained in your memory. I mean, it was played on every single yeah, show. No, it was it, in between the commercials. It's, it's an legendary. ECW moment. Yes. So when he puts that in the book, you want to hear his take on the moment, but he singles you out specifically to say, hey, out of everybody in this locker room, one person had that disproving no, no, look. Uh, no. Oh, okay. Because I, I haven't gotten to that point. In anybody book. but me. But he said uh, something to the point of, as you look around the room, you could see people weren't into it. Like some people disagreed with it, but I stood out the most. And that's why I was pinpointed. But never does he say Francine said verbatim, blah, 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 because I think he just looked over at me and he said he saw a, my I looked like I was disgusted at the whole right. situation. That'll just give people ammunition to then say something else about you someplace. Uh, so you know, just, it's just it's it's just the game of telephone, and mm -hmm. that's how things get started. Right. And that's yeah, that sucks. But at least he got in front of it and apologized. He did. Fortunately, he can't edit the book. And that's what point. I said. You're, you're making, <laughs> I said, you made me look like a bitch, Todd. And he's like, Well, I adore you. And I said, as I do you, Todd. And, and that was the gist of the conversation. So um yeah, I don't, you know, if I, if, if I do something, I'll own up to it. Just like the Scott Hall thing. That was, 
the dumbest thing I could have ever done. Huge mistake. I owned up to it. I apologize. If I'm wrong, I'm going to say I'm wrong. Well, I wasn't wrong in that case because that's I, I wasn't blaming Kimona. I was blaming management. I felt bad for her. You know, I just the way I remember it, I kind of think that she wasn't 100 percent into it, but she did it because she was a team player. She was trying to fit in. You know, she was new to the right. company and you, you're on the spot. Like, what do you do if you say no? Do you lose your position? You know what I mean? It's not happening now in 2023. Back then, different story. I think there's a little bit more of, well, you know, we know what she does, so she won't have a problem doing it. And the pressure gets put on. And she's naive to the business. Right. So I'm proving myself. This is a test. You got to pass the test. And there you go. Where would you put it on that ECW moment list? Does it it rank up there? Or do you think because what you just said, it shouldn't even belong? I, I think I think it's considered an iconic moment because that that's something that never happens at a wrestling show. Like when did you? It, unless you're at a WEW show and all the strippers come out and start dancing all over the place. But I digress. Um, when do you see something like that happen? You know, that was rare back in the day. So I mean, I don't know. I th- I think it's a memorable moment for sure. Uh, I got something else for you. I remember um, the kiss. The Kimona Pula kiss. So when watched that recently, (laughs) when they wanted that to happen, Beulah didn't want to do it. Really, they made me say to her, which I hate it. If you don't do this, you're going to be fired. Oh wow! And she was very upset about it, and she she was reluctant, and she didn't want to do it. And I remember a hundred percent having to go to her. I think it had to be dreamer who told me you got to go tell her she has to do it i was just like oh and i said well they said if you don't do it you know you're not gonna have a job and she did it but she didn't she didn't want to do it and that was another thing i was like i'm glad it's not me because that got that kind of stuff i'm not comfortable with and she wasn't either that's incredible too i mean another pushing the envelope moment right which that- which wasn't done Right. And that what they tell you to do would never happen now in a million years that somebody says well, then, somebody do this, that that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that like it was yesterday. She got very upset and I was like, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you, you know, and uh, it was done and people talk about it to this day. You know, another iconic moment that we were the first to do. But happens a lot i mean another one i saw was the um the uh, i just watched the angle where she uh, reveals she's pregnant yeah and you know and tommy's revealed as the the, the father you know and that, that whole thing i mean there's a lot of pushing the envelope moments the kiss huge by that point but the strip tease i mean and the stripping i mean strip tease the stripping on every show the commercial breaks twice three times a show right as as todd pointed out on the live with us and in the book and 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 it's been documented that's how they paid the bills that was how the commercials were done is you had to sell that merchandise to essentially pay for the the programming so she had to be shown with that towel and parts popping out literally on every single program. So yeah, pushing the envelope, yes. She didn't want to do it, possibly. 
but look at what it did for the company in the long run. Well, look what happened if you go back even before this. There was a chapter where it said um, Tigress and, and Peaches were to have a match and they were supposed to be stripped of their tops. Right. And they were like, they both agreed. But then the night of, they look out and they see kids. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing yeah. it either. And Angel Amoroso goes, I'll do it. And you saw bare breast in the middle of the ring. Who does? Who did that back then? No one. Nobody. So that's another oh my God moment. Like, wow, we just saw nudity at an ECW sh a house show or TV taping or whatever it was, you know? It's crazy. <laughs> and some of those kids went away. <laughs> Very happy. Having, I, having I, some feelings that they never knew they experienced before. And they said, what is this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I know. I'll be in the bathroom if you need me. <laughs> That's like when I had to lose my top at, um, was it California? Yeah, it was California, the pay-per-view. And when Jazz rips my top off, I made it a point to put big X's across my nipples. And Paul's like, don't show anyone that there's tape there. I go, yeah, okay. <laughs> Guarantee you I'm going to show somebody that, I, that I'm covered. You know what I mean? Like he did, he wanted it to be like, oh, her nipples are going to show my mate. But I mean, you're, you, you do it so fast. You, you just grab yourself. And I was so hurt that night. Cause that's when Tommy fell on me right. and like broke a rib or something. That was crazy. So that whole, that whole match was, I mean, isn't it funny though? In the, the that huge moment, like there's so many other things that went on in that, that oh, match. That's like, oh yeah, that too. Like, yeah, and then they make me come back out and and cane somebody after I can't even walk. I'm like limping, you know. That I have a t-shirt. I said, somebody give me a t-shirt because I'm bare-breasted with this tape on me. I wasn't going to go back out without a shirt on. So somebody threw. I don't even know whose shirt it was. Somebody threw me a t-shirt. I put it on. I limped back out, and then I had to. I think I had to cane Tommy or something. But the the impact of him falling on me. I think I might have broke a rib or something. Something was. I mean, that's a whole lot of weight coming down. <laughs> He's a thick boy. That's for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, any anything can happen in the ring, especially nowadays. People are pushing the, the envelope a lot. So, you know, indie shows are fun. Well, and if you want, pick up the book. If you want to read the story, yeah. you want to read everything, pick up Todd has got it. I have to finish it as well. You have to finish it as well. Pick up the book. It's a great read from what I've I've taken in so far. So yeah, another plug for Todd. Yeah, I've gotten I've gotten through most of it. Um, I'm especially looking forward to the family stuff because that's where he said, you know, it, it meant the most to him to write about his family. So I, I like reading the stories about the boys. I've chuckled out loud several times, but I want to get to the family too. So, <laughs> and the video is monetized again. So you can go watch the live video again. <laughs> oh yeah. God, what the hell did we say? That was so wrong on there. I, I get, I, it had to be the part about too cold that was like considered Ugh. to be raunchy. Whatever. But man, that one sat in limbo for a few days, but oof, I, know. I checked it this morning. It's back. <laughs> okay. There you go. Yeah. So that, that's that tweet. It was no big deal. It was, um, you know, I think it was a misunderstanding and unfortunately it'll live forever in his book. So. Boo. Absolutely. So uh, this past weekend was also uh SummerSlam weekend and I was at the wedding during this. So I, completely in the dark on SummerSlam. You only got to see the beginning. I saw two matches. Okay. Yeah. I saw no full matches. I only saw the finish 
of the main event, or I don't even know if it was main event. It was the title match with uh, the bloodline. Right. But uh-huh. what I'm, what I'm going to ask you, I mean, spoiler alert, I guess if you ever intend on watching the match, which I don't think you're probably going to go. Oh, we're watching the whole thing. Oh, you're going to watch the whole thing. Yeah. We're, we're going to not want me to ask you this question. <laughs> now you can for the sake of the podcast. Okay, for I the mean, sake of your... Without watching it. Um, sort of, but okay. it'll give something away. No, that's all right. All right. So in the conclusion of the match, there's yet another turn. Okay. Okay. So in this bloodline storyline, you know, it's been the soap opera of all soap operas. Okay. It's just completely, you know, uh, since the going back to when we were covering Sami Zayn and the great acting and everybody was so invested in it. And, you know, they kick him out and everybody's so sad and he was this triumphant hero. And then it was the Usos and are they going to stay with their family? And then they, the one brother turns on uh, Reigns and is the other brother going to turn on Reigns or go with his brother? And it was all this stuff. So then they both turn on Roman Reigns and they go together against the bloodline. And then uh, the uh, one brother gets the title shot to then the other brother cost his brother the title at the at the show at SummerSlam is because of jealousy or accident. I guess we don't know yet. No, I guess jealousy came out with the hood and pulled him out of the ring after I, he hit okay. the finish. Okay, ah. so this is my question: as somebody who has been a part of turns, has been a part of storylines where maybe turns are too many in succession. Does it bring it down when there's too many in a row? When the do, do, do too many turns take people out of a storyline? And well, the one storyline I'm thinking in particular is we've talked about the Raven Dreamer storyline when Raven came back and it was the tag partner, and then there was the flip flopping of the tag belts, and then you turn on Dreamer, you go with Raven, and then you go to Just Incredible. <laughs> so, are too many turns good or bad for the long term storytelling? I think it depends on. Uh... The characters that are involved, um, you have to be aware of, is it getting over with the fans? Because if it's not, we need to do something to switch this up and make it worthwhile to watch. Um, I feel like WWE has a tendency to rush stories. Paul was great at stretching stuff out. And we've discussed this before, like not having Taz and Sabu touch until the night of the pay-per-view, like stretch it and make them really want it. They have a tendency over at WWE to, I feel, to rush things. And I don't know if that's due to the fact that they have so much programming or they have an overabundance of talent um, trying to get different people into the mix. Uh, I feel like the most important thing is, is this angle getting over is it generating crowd heat it's not okay how do we switch this and that a lot of times will speed something up or make someone turn so people will get interested again because remember if you're doing something especially on national tv and it's not getting over and people are just sitting there and they're not responding to what you're doing that's a failure you need something to spice this up. So maybe the writers are like, okay, well, we need Jey Uso to turn or we need Jimmy Uso to do this or to keep it fresh. 
It, it's difficult. You have to, to me, you have to listen to what the fans want. And I know they, sometimes they don't do that. And they insult our intelligence a lot of times. And we discussed that as well with some of the angles that you're just like, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense. Or I'm just a dumb wrestling fan. I'm not supposed to catch on to that. Well, guess what? We do catch on to it, you know, and sometimes it's insulting. Sometimes it doesn't make any sense. Sometimes it is rushed. Sometimes it's necessary. Now, with that uh, storyline, I feel like I, I didn't follow it all the way through because, remember, I don't watch their programming. The reason why I sat down and watched SummerSlam is I heard so much about uh, the Paul Ricochet match. And everybody was talking about it and everybody was saying how over that um, – is it? I keep forgetting. It's it's Logan Paul or Jake Logan Paul? Paul? Logan Paul. Yeah, Jake Box. Jake Paul's the boxer. He boxed right. So and then Logan Paul goes in his gear, jumps on a plane, and goes right to his brother's fight the same night, which is amazing. Being, being rich will I love give it. You certain luxuries that right. you know that's, that's support for his brother, and I love that. But watching him, I must say, watching him in the ring, I felt like I was watching a ten-year vet. And you can call me a mark if you want. I don't know anything about this guy. All I know is that he's very over on social media because I looked him up and I said, what is his content on YouTube? I've taken 4,128 Polaroids over the last 30 days, 9.4 million views. I was like, wait a minute. Why is he getting so many views? I wanted to see what the hype was about. I didn't watch any of the videos. I was just reading what he does, right? But good on him, not hating. But to watch the way he just was in the ring, uh, his athleticism was great. But I was really impressed on the way he interacted with the fans. He didn't rush anything. He didn't look nervous at all. He knew they were coming up, so I have to wait. And then they start to come down, and that's when he went back to Ricochet, and they started to. He's got the timing perfectly. He was born to do something like this. He is going to be huge. Absolutely huge. And Ricochet's awesome. I mean, he he's such a good worker. The two of them together, money. It was such a good match. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it from top to bottom. Not going to lie. It's really good. No, that's great. No, they, they're a great pairing. Mm -hmm. And curious to see where they have long term plans with Logan Paul. Signed him to that deal. You know, oh, so they got smart. obviously some investment in using him, but with the bloodline and these soap opera, soap opera like story turns and keeping everybody on the edge of their seat, I just think it's a little overkill. So it takes me out of it as somebody who was kind of into it at one point. Mm -hmm. But again, I'm I'm just equating it back to how we've talked about and watched stories that you've been a part of in your career. And I think about, you know, when you were paired with dreamer, you know, I didn't love it as a fan. Right. And then they put you with Raven and it's like, it's cool. It was different, but it was short term, but then they put you with PJ and that was perfect. Right. That was like the absolute perfect pairing for you. But to get there, it was like, Oh, it was like, Oh, they were, Part, reluctant partners and they were enemies and they hated each other and then they're the tag champs and then they're you're involved and you were like this cognitive it just kind of takes you in and out when you watch it back but it's it's 
almost did it go on too long or do you feel it was just right? With me, I don't think it went on too long. I would have did the story a different way, including me. Like I've said in the past, I didn't like them putting me into the love triangle. Oh, she's with Tommy, but now she's she's going to go with Raven. Because it was just the same Beulah storyline, only with me. And they're fighting right. over me. And it just, I would have tried to do it a different way. Like something that wasn't done before. I don't know what, because I never really put thought into it. But I would have liked to uh, to mix, have mixed it up differently. Um, but, you know, you have to just when Shane left, just putting me with PJ right off the bat. I don't think that would have made sense. Okay. You know, w- putting me with Tommy, making me a baby face. I I feel like even though you look back and you say, well, that they were always rivals. Sometimes that stuff happens. And I guess, you know, at that point in time, Paul didn't see anybody else to put me with. And the even though you didn't like it, the pairing worked. You know, we would get. Oh, no, it definitely worked. No, it yeah. absolutely worked. Yeah. I just, as a fan, you know, and somebody who watched for all those years. Right, just, I understand. It didn't gel for me. But, no, you guys absolutely worked. And you see the chemistry when we watch back all, even the house show stuff. You see how great you guys were in terms of the chemistry. I just, as a fan, didn't love the pairing. Right. But I agree with you, too. If you went from Shane to PJ, wouldn't have gelled as perfectly as you guys did when you got there eventually. But I just yeah. feel like the bridge there was too far. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, I think it was okay. Um, again, uh, the Raven thing was kind of weird that whole, and I knew I wasn't going to be with Raven for a long time. Um, I think I've done some of my best mic work against Tommy when I, you know, did the turn and went with Raven. Um, the Pete Rose one was one of my favorite promos I ever cut. Uh, in Cincinnati, calling him a loser because he gambled his uh, career away and getting food. And that was that was just, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, with the Usos, I didn't watch that storyline. So I, I would have to go back and see the progression. And I, I mean, I've heard about it. Everybody talked about it, uh, how funny it was and how entertaining it is. Um, but I didn't see any of it, not one inkling of it. So I'll give you the recap if you watch yeah, the rest I'm of the I'm sure show. they will. And I, and I can comment on it more. I, I will say some things are necessary to tell a story. Um, you don't want to rush things, but then again, you don't want to throw things in that make no sense. That insults the fans as well. So uh, as far as the Usos turning, I don't know. Now, if it's brother against brother, I kind of dig that. I like that. It makes it different because down the line, you know, they're going to join forces again eventually. Um, But they have to do something to keep them fresh. We've seen the Usos as a tag team for years and years and years. Kind of dull, kind of stale. I don't know. They're good workers. But I think one of them going against the other one is money. So... Right. I mean, you know, leads us to believe where does it end? Where, where do, do the, does the rock end up coming in to settle the bloodline? <laughs> Is Jay's ultimate tag team partner, the, the rock against everybody else. So, so it's interesting to see. I would send uh Trinity in and make her turn on her husband and go with her brother-in-law. That's Imagine what I that. would. <laughs> That's, 
See, that's if the guy who was raided by the federal uh, agents uh, was still in charge of probably uh, want to do. Yeah, that would be <laughs> now, my plan. Now, that was an interesting message that I got last week from uh, from you and another guy. That was crazy story that kind of went dead. Well, that's from like uh, that happened weeks before that came out is what I understood. It got kind of swept under the rug. Yeah, I mean, it was it, it was it's a legit story. I did we're, a little we're talking about Vince McMahon for those yes. of you who don't know. We're, sorry. Yeah. Talking about it in, in uh, like uh, secret code. But yeah, uh, that Vince <laughs> McMahon was raided by uh, the feds uh, right. in July, to- early July, um, was just glanced over in an investor call by Nick Khan. Um, and originally when you sent me the article, it was, uh, it was like the, the, the article itself, like was on like a secondary site. So I was like, what is this from? Cause I, I didn't really hear anything about it. But then like, as I got settled, cause I was traveling that day, I, I did a little more digging and I was like, Oh shit. I was like on the legit investor call. <laughs> he yeah. went over this. So this is, a, this is, why is anybody talking about this? And this is almost, we're almost a week past when it came out has gone away yeah it's uh well the site i'm not gonna say the site but it's the site that uh our friend always sends us information from yeah no that's where i'm saying but the like sun, I, the sun apparently reported yes, this because they're quoting that's the where sun. i ended up seeing it too yeah and they said uh vince mcmahon has been hit with the federal grand jury subpoena a search warrant was um given to mcmahon on july 17th in response to multiple alleged payments made after being accused by multiple women of sexual misconduct. Now, we all knew that, you know, um, how much it doesn't state, but, I, I, you know, again, there's so much probably that has not come out and that we don't know. I mean, will it ever end with this guy? <laughs> this guy, look at this guy. Yeah. You're right. And that that's my point exactly that I was going to go with because he finds a way to sneak <laughs> out of it, right? He's like the, uh, the, I think it was, they called Edge the ultimate opportunist, right? He's like the Houdini of opportunity, right? This guy always finds a way to get out of it. Now, here's the thing that I find funny about it all. On the call, Nick Khan states that Vince McMahon is currently away from WWE on a medical leave. Oh, it's always a sickness, right? Convenient. And our friend that I spoke about this with, I pointed out back in 1993 when Vince McMahon was on trial for steroids Mm -hmm. and potentially going away for a very, very long time. Vince McMahon mysteriously comes out of the courtroom with the neck brace on, right? The iconic photo of Vince in the neck brace. And I, that's exactly what I said. I go, if you want to look at some of the greatest workers in the history of professional wrestling, look no further than Vince McMahon, who, when the going gets tough, he goes, oh, 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 my back hurts now. Oh, he is, oh, he is back surgery out of the blue. Oh, he got. Oh, by the way, guys, he got raided last month. Sorry. Well, wow. <laughs> that's why he's not here. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I just know that there there must be a hundred more stories that we're not privy to that are going on. And good lord, to have money. <laughs> What's that like? I don't know. You tell me. 
Well, you could be like Logan Paul, go from SummerSlam to your brother's boxing match, or you hey, could man. be raided by the feds and uh, have it swept under the rug in a week. Yeah. <laughs> my brother came over my house this past weekend to install three ceiling fans because I didn't want to pay a guy $500 to do it. Oh, very nice. That's, I, I have a guy that I call for that. So uh, yes, and I call my brother and he, uh, he obliged. Uh, so uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you a, a funny story about my brother uh, from the wedding. If that's uh, if we have a minute for that. Okay. As long as so, it's funny, if it's shit, don't even. No, it's fun. No, it's hilarious. So okay. my brother, you know, he's, he, we, he can be the, the butt of a lot of jokes, right? But it's all in good fun. Right. So he, I don't know how, but he ended up buying a ton of drinks on Friday night for everybody in our family. I don't know how, right? I was the last one to sneak in and get them, right? So on fr- on Saturday, I had the whole bus on the way back to the hotel chanting drinks on Doug. <laughs> the whole bus was chanting drinks on Doug, right? And he was like, oh, dear. Like, oh, boy. Like, am I going to get out of this one? And it carried over into the bar. Everybody's saying, oh, drinks are on Doug. Like, it wasn't like it was a joke. Everybody thought it was serious, right? So we leave to go up to get dressed and come back down to the bar. And I run into my my cousin, who is my, my one cousin, takes after me. He's like six foot three, right? It's huge. Oh, yeah. So. He takes after you. Sure. <laughs> so he comes, meets us by the elevator, and he goes, hey, he goes, uh, are drinks still on Doug? Like, dead serious, right? And uh, I go, oh, yeah, haha. And this guy walks by and he taps him on the shoulder. He goes, hey, drinks are on Doug if you want to come downstairs. And the guy starts walking away and he turns around. And he goes, are you serious? He goes, oh, awesome. And he comes down with us thinking that the drinks were on Doug. And he came to the bar. It's the most hilarious thing. The whole and you don't even know who he was. No clue. Did he get <laughs> so a I don't know drink? If I don't know. I don't know if he stayed or left, but if we just kept chanting drinks on Doug and this random guy in the hallway just turned around wherever he was going and went downstairs. Who paid the bill? Your brother? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know whose drinks he bought. I paid for my own that night, but terrible. Naively. Um, but I'm having a shirt made. Drinks that on Doug. Says, drinks on Doug in Met font. And coming soon to my t-shirt store. Who the hell would buy that shirt? I don't care. Oh my god. I just think it's hilarious. You are. Now, I would not try and sell that. I would make one and maybe you wear it or give one to your brother. No one's going to buy that dumb shirt. Everybody that I know that knows him will buy that shirt. Oh, okay. Well, they're okay. And I don't care if I sell five. Okay. Everybody, all five people are going to buy it. I don't care. Everybody that I know will be marketed Uh that shirt. Well, I don't care if I, all right, let me, yeah, I'll mend that. Everybody I know will be marketed that shirt. I don't care if I sell five. If okay. I sell one, it's a victory, but yeah. I got, I've already submitted the artwork. All right. Do me a favor. <laughs> get one in the ladies, uh, a ladies <laughs> shirt and I'll wear it. On, I'll just wear it on the air. You know, I ain't paying you know, for it. Great. Right? Yeah. No, you won't. Know. No, you will not. It's uh, gonna, yeah. uh, the classic wear Mets, drinks on uh, script sure. logo. It's going to yeah. be great. I'll wear it, but you know, good, good time. Uh, one more thing before oh, we go. Jesus, come on. No, this is great. You have to see this. Okay. Mm. We're going to step out of wrestling, but store, sort of back into wrestling. It's a double, it's a double dip. So we, we, in the past covered like, uh, you know, brawls at Disney, right. And like fights and crap like that. Mm-hmm. In, I think like Montgomery, Alabama over the weekend, there was this like brawl at a dock that, was insane a dock like, like into a dock, the like a boat dock 
Oh, okay. Right. I'll show you the brawl first, but then people started putting like Jim Ross commentary to the brawl. That's why I want to show it to you, <laughs> but funny. it's actually like, no, it's like crazy. Like, and you know, people are definitely going to get sued and go to jail over it. Cause oh, okay. you know, there's like male on female violence. Like it's, oh, that's fun. Like the Disney one. Remember when the girl got clocked? Yeah. Yeah. Remember yeah, yeah. In the wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. No, I have to show it to you in, um, oh, I've showed it to you in parts cause there's a couple oh. parts. Okay. But I have to hang on. I gotta do a couple. Do you have it ready? I gotta do a couple things to my screen. Hold on. Oh, okay. Well, in the meantime, you know what I'm watching that you should uh, get your hands on, which you can because it's on Plex. Is heels, the wrestling? Yeah, never got into it. I I, I interviewed um, Alex Riley when he. Uh, no, he's not on heels. That no, that's Glow. No, who's the one wrestler that was? Uh, somebody was promoting Punk. it. Punk is on it. Punk. Now somebody was a stunt it. coordinator on it. Uh, oh, I, I, um, ch- uh, gr- uh, uh chavo then that's who it was yeah oh it's never got good. into it it is it, it, yeah it's very good yeah i like it you should try it it's fun hmm. some point all right here we go this is part one mm. alabama alabama are these adults oh 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 my this one doesn't have the sound on it yeah, oh, look at these. Oh, whoa! Run in. There was a run in. Yeah. Oh, no, it's crazy. Holy this crap. Is part one. Oh, there's a little, that looks like a little girl. Oh, be careful. Oh, God. Somebody's going in the water. No, no. Somebody... So, right? I'll show you, right? Watch this corner right here. What corner? Right here. Where? Look. I don't see anything. Look. With the guy at the top running? No, there's a guy running down here. So, this guy, but this dude swam across the water. To come to the other guy, the guy in the white shirts, aid. You got. I don't care if I cut this out of the show. You need, I, you need to. I don't think this is. I don't care. I just need you to hear this. Okay. It's just unbelievable. Or maybe just play this part if it's funny. Cut the other stuff out. Okay. You got to hear this. It's, All right. It's Breaking news. I mean, it's awful. It's terrible. It, it's too it's much. Whoever took the time to sync that up is a genius. All because okay? they wouldn't move their boat. And because just... they wouldn't move their boat. <sighs> he smacked the shit out of that lady with that chair. That's crazy. That's crazy. Where did he get a chair from? One of the probably uh, stands that were there. Maybe they had a chair on, <clears throat> excuse me, on the outside. There were a couple stands, you know, that's, it looked like they sold stuff. I don't know. And it looked like a, was it a plastic chair? <laughs> what the hell was it? To me, it was that metal folding chair that just oh, smacked God, of course in the, uh, the sound effect. But of course I, it yeah, was. I don't care if I cut that other middle part out. Cut that. I just you wanted, need to cut I just that wanted out, you to see that slow. last clip. I don't care. I needed you to see the buildup to see that clip. Yeah. Yeah. Cut that other stuff out. I don't care if that's for my own personal enjoyment. I needed you to see that last clip. 
People are crazy. I try to avoid fights at all costs. Like, don't come near me. I'm fine. You know, I don't want that nonsense around my children. I can't. That's about all, that's about yeah. all I got for you. I'm today. exhausted now. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, give us a plug. Yeah, well, please go on over to the YouTube channel, uh, updating more content as we speak, uh, digging in the archives uh, actively, digging out more clips, looking at our history, ECW's history, just moments that have gone in and around wrestling. We are uploading it to the channel and uh, just looking for your comments, feedback, questions, and anything that you uh, could think of, we would love to uh, hear it. Also, booking guests actively for the next live experiences. And when we do our live experiences, we also then create more member content. So if you want to grab a channel membership, that's the time to do it. When we go live, you get your member content and you come out and join us. You get your emojis, you get your, your comments, all that good stuff. And it's all part of the experience. Okay. Give yourself a plug as well. And if you want to follow me, it's at Chad E-M-B, I-A-N-B on Twitter, at IB Exclusives on Instagram. The website is IBExclusives.com. Click the eBay link. Come on over. Check out the warehouse that I've been working with for the last uh, month plus, almost two months, and see the amazing stuff that we have been digging out of this just treasure trove of uh, classic sports and entertainment memorabilia. So if you like it, holidays will be coming before you know it start preparing early ibexclusives.com and go check out get my go on youtube okay and if you want to follow me across the board on social media you can find me at ecw diva francine and again please subscribe uh if you are subscribed to our youtube channel tell a friend retweet what i tweet um we'd love to have you on board and uh hope to see you in our next live and with that that is a wrap if a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.